When the world keeps telling you you're not enough the way you are, you feel like you've tried everything a hundred times before. Listen closely, and you'll hear a voice coming from inside, telling you how to love your body. Hello, and welcome to How to Love Your Body. This is Jenna and Lauren. Hello, and we are here today to talk about. Wellness without the obsession, and a few creative ways to think about this part of intuitive eating and undieting. So, let's start by talking about what is wellness without the obsession. So, wellness without the obsession is just our little term we use for how health, in quotes, fits into non diet work and body acceptance work. Because, of course, the front end of this work is changing the way you think, bucking kind of everything you've learned that diet culture has taught you, reevaluating food and what it means for you and how you eat and no longer labeling foods as good and bad, accepting your body as it is. But if you kind of stop there in the explanation, it can feel like, okay, so I just like don't care anymore. Is that the point? Like, just don't worry about it and it'll be fine. I mean, that's a big, big, big part of it. But then there is kind of a tail end, what we typically do at the end with our clients. And we say, okay, well, like, how does wellness fit into this work for you? Um, And of course, some of that will come naturally. Just when you're intuitive, you're going to crave a wide variety of food. Um, But then there are some things that you might want to implement a little bit more consciously um, with a bit more effort to uh to practice wellness but never have it be about diet culture never have it be obsessive and just have it really work for you instead of it ruling you Mm -hmm. yeah wellness without the obsession definitely is something that is you are literally thinking in a completely new paradigm and it still is about for me personally wellness without the obsession is just really prioritizing how i feel in my body without any diet culture attached and because we put a lot of meaning on things like if you were to say if you were to say no to something because let's just say it had a lot of sugar in it that might sound super diety right like there's a fine line between like diet culture and wellness without the obsession so you really have to check in with yourself it's like well why am i doing the things that i'm doing so Jen and I had a conversation about sugar before we got on. So I'll just kind of stick to sugar because there's nothing wrong with sugar. We eat it every day. We love it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not morally good or bad. It's just something that we have. And if you enjoy it, then that's something that you're allowed to eat if you want. And also sometimes eating a lot of sugar in a certain form might not feel really good to you. Like we were talking about like super, super sugary, like alcoholic beverages or Jenna was saying she really loves chocolate, but like maybe like gummies don't really like gummy candy. You might, it might taste good, but maybe it doesn't feel so good. But is it diety if you decide to maybe skip this super sugary alcoholic beverage? And is it diety if you're like, I think I'd rather have chocolate right now because the gummies, they just don't make me feel good. Like that's 
that's not restriction. That's prioritizing how you feel in your body. And you could still have the sugary alcoholic beverage and you could still have the gummies all day long if you want. There's nothing wrong with that. But for wellness without the obsession with your own preference and your own listening to your own body, if you stay away from certain things and have them occasionally, like that's the biggest difference than I'm staying away from sugary beverages because I really love them, but I'm doing it because I'm trying to lose weight. That's not wellness without the obsession. That's diet culture. And it seems like such a gray area, but it all comes down from how you think about why you're choosing to either have the thing or not have the thing. Right. Yeah. And then, and then so that's like the real meat of wellness without the obsession is, okay, well, how do I feel good in my body? How do I implement nourishment? Oh, I'm, I notice I'm not eating many fruits or vegetables and I want to get that into my life. How do I do that in a way that feels good, honors my body and I enjoy? Yes, that's kind of like the body of wellness without the obsession. And I want to ca- talk about a couple things that you might not have thought of. So one of the clients I'm working with, um, we, we were diving into kind of her habits and what she's doing and we discovered something really cool that might also work for you. So she noticed that even in her past as a dieter and all throughout these years, she's really had a ritual and something special around her dessert. So ice cream with cookies was like her favorite thing. And she's like, sometimes I'll take so much time and effort to like put the ice cream and the cookies in a blender with some milk, make like a, uh, a milkshake or like set it up really nice and have my quiet time to eat my ice cream. So it felt you know, that ritual and that specialness and that quiet time or time for yourself, it just makes it so alluring. It's like, oh, I want that. And then I thought, okay, well, you really like the ritual. You like making it nice. You like putting effort into it. But then she noticed like, okay, for lunch, she would literally just like, or if it was a smoothie with, she was making smoothies with her kid, you know, fruit, veggies, all this kind of stuff, some juice in there, making a smoothie. She's like, that, I just like literally drink out of the blender. But if it's like ice cream and cookies, I'll like make it super nice and set it up and put ritual around it. And so we were like, okay, well, let's like ritualize all your eating experiences and make them more special. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to go make a really fancy salad that just looks beautiful. Yeah. And that got her excited about nourishing her body with a wide variety of foods but in a genuinely authentic way. So it's not like, how can I trick myself in eating more vegetables? It's like, oh, well, I really notice when it comes to ice cream, I put lots of time and effort into it. And I love that experience. So maybe if I put that time and effort into all the things I eat, whether it's a burger and fries or a green smoothie or a salad, it doesn't matter. And I like actually put the time and I played it nicely and I make it look good and give myself a moment to myself to eat. That has me just eating in a way that's more, has more variety. It feels more nourishing and I enjoy it more. And now she's ex- just as excited about that smoothie as she is about the milkshake because mm-hmm. she realizes, oh, I was putting so much emphasis and effort into the ice cream, which made it feel really special, which made her fixate on it more, which made her think, oh, it's the ice cream that's amazing and special when actually it was the ritual the time, the effort she put into it that gave her a little bit of a break. Like your mom to a few kids and it was a hectic life. 
And she's like, oh, funny how I always find the time to put effort into my desserts, but I <laughs> am just too busy to make like an actual salad that's like plated nicely and is appealing. Right. And it's something that she genuinely likes. It's not yeah. like, oh, I have to make a salad because it's healthy. It's just like, I genuinely like it. And yeah, there is more effort into getting out the salad, getting all the ingredients. Like, But it's like once it's made, it's like so good. So it is cool to like put effort into all the things that you enjoy, not just like your dessert like ritual, which I totally love that. And then this morning I was um, making my coffee and in the background, the the news was on and it, I just heard like from like getting my coffee, I like heard in the background, like we have a like a TikTok person who is famous for all of her healthy meals and healthy food. And she's coming on today to share with you like all of her like healthy stuff. And I was like, oh, here we go. Like, <laughs> of course, I looked around the corner. I was like, what is this girl? And it's fine. Like, I think she's a dietitian and she's like, I don't know. She has, I don't know, whatever. She's, I guess, TikTok famous a bit. So she was talking about her stuff and I was like, all right, like the food that she was making, like it's not a full on like diet or who like promotes like keto or something. It's just like, it's not a diet she's necessarily promoting, but she promotes it as like health and you can eat food that's good, but it's health, you know, using the words like it's healthy you know, you can have this, here's a way to make this food better or whatever. And I think she still promotes like weight loss or progress, you know. And so then the news person asked her like, what, like in the world of like nutrition, what is um, like something that is kind of like a myth? Like, what do you hate about the nutrition world? And I was like, oh, I'm interested. What's she going to say? And then she did say, she started off by saying, like, I really don't like when, um, like, nutrition gets to the point of, like, you have to cut out, like, restrict, and you have to cut out a certain, a certain food group. And I was like, okay, spot on. I was thinking, I was going to, I was waiting for her to say something like that. Like, because she doesn't seem like a full on, like, mm -hmm. oh, we stay away from sugar. We're like the keto or whatever. It was like, okay. So I'm like, okay. So she's, I mean, that's not necessarily bad that this is on the news, even though, so it's like, there was a moment where it's like, okay, this is wellness without the obsession. Mm -hmm. But then she, and then the lady was like, the holidays are coming up. There's going to be so much like more chocolate and all these food, like share with us. How can we be healthier during the holidays? And the woman kept talking about like balance. And, and then she was like, you know, at one big meal, having a lot of dessert on one day is not going to ruin any of your progress. So it's like, Okay, so you're st you're sharing like okay, one meal isn't gonna make or break you, mm -hmm. but it's like she's still sharing it. The dialogue is still like okay, you're you're hitting the mark in some way. Like yeah, right. you can have like you can go through all the holidays, and it's not gonna probably make or break you. And even that word is you know that's saying like oh like your body if it gains weight you know that's like gonna be bad. But she's kind of was trying to share like balance, and one of her bigger like um, tips was, yeah, go ahead, eat the pasta, but I have like a three color rule. And I was like, okay, I was like, okay, it's not necessarily, she's like, you know, add some tomatoes, add some um, spinach, add some like protein and make it more colorful. So you see on your plate, it's a, you have the pasta that's white and then you have this other stuff that's colorful. And it's like, that's something that we would probably share. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, you love pasta, add to it, whatever it is. And so it's like, 
I was just trying to boggle my mind around like the things that she's saying isn't necessarily like promoting diet culture, but the things that she's including mm. is still so very much diet culture. So if yeah. you take out the de desire or focus on weight loss, if you don't share words like, oh, you were not going to ruin any of your progress. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't we just focus on eating the foods that we want at sure? No, because she's like, I don't like restriction. I like addition. And we share that all the time too. So I'm like, I was like on board with this girl, but also like, if we could just like tidy it up and take away some of this dialogue that is just extremely unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Like it's not helping to be like progress or weight loss. Like why can't we just focus on eating the foods that you want and desire and adding foods with color? I don't think that's, and even like, mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think about the whole edit? Like, Three color rule, like I don't like. Well, the, the fact rule. the words exactly. I was like the word rule. Just take that out. Just be like, oh, add color where you can. Like to me, right. everything can be more flexible. Totally. Sometimes and that's I wellness feel, without the obsession. Yeah, like yesterday, I my son was home from daycare because he wasn't feeling well, and we went out and had some pasta lunch, and it was just like literally like meat, tomato sauce, and noodles. And I was like, this is so good. But it's like when I make pasta at home, we usually lots of zucchini and like tons of veggies in it just because that's kind of our go-to pasta so I just I don't like the rules and it's like okay you right. go to a restaurant you order just a basic kind of spaghetti and meat sauce and now it's bad and now this meal is bad because right. it doesn't it's have like three we have colors. a three color rule so it's like sometimes you're just gonna have a bomb pasta with just sauce that you absolutely love and it hits the spot mm -hmm. and why do you have to add color to every single thing you eat but also on if you're at home and you're like, yeah, let's add some veggies into this. That's amazing. So exactly. it's really the not like the strictness of it. It's not yeah. like now we have this three color rule every time I eat. Could you imagine? Like I do not eat three colors for every single thing I eat throughout the entire day. And if uh, I had hello. to do that, I would lose my shit. Like my hands like in the chip bag. You're like, yeah. what am I going to do about that? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So it's like take, take those little parts that are like, sure. That that sounds good, but like let's let's it's really creating this new dialogue around around food and around our bodies. It's mm -hmm. really not about like how we look and and weight loss or any of that, but it's like there's nothing wrong with focusing on addition and eating things that you enjoy and that make you feel good and then on a and then on other days it's like you didn't eat a vegetable for a couple of days straight. That's yeah. also not going to, you know. Yeah, you will live. <laughs> you will absolutely live if you don't have a vegetable every single day. Yeah. And I'm assuming if you don't have that rule, like, oh, I have to have veggies every day, you'll probably eat more veggies. Exactly. <laughs> naturally, like yeah. the ebb and flow. So that's kind of like giving you more of a, um, just a feel of like what wellness without the obsession is. Because yes. it could, you know, it could feel a little gray. Mm -hmm. It's complicated and so nuanced. But that being said, that was a great example of um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit into just our we have so much excitement over on diet, our platform that is coming out um, soon. And a huge reason why we're launching this major project is because it is so hard to figure out who to learn from. So say you found that woman online, you go, oh, she sounds pretty sensible. She's balanced. She's, all, she's not about restriction. She's about addition. But then you still have someone in your feed or you're still learning from someone that's saying, 
oh, this progress, oh, this rule. And the her beliefs obviously aren't quite there where she's not aligned with non-diet and body acceptance work. So we can be fooled a lot of the times. Even right. even us, we follow other experts because we're collaborating and we have non-diet and body acceptance experts on this platform on, on dietonline.com is where it will be in January. Ooh. And so we're always following, you know, people doing this work, being like, oh, they'd be great for the website. They'd be great for the platform. Let's Let's talk to this person. And sometimes we get fooled of like, oh, no, they're not actually aligned. Look at this post. They're talking about weight loss. Okay, never mind. So having to suss out who's legitimate in non-diet work is so exhausting. And so we're so excited about our platform. so sneaky. It's so sneaky. And just like this woman you're talking about, like that sounds pretty good. And But I would not – we would not have her in our platform. I would not recommend that person, right? Right. So – um, because the the full language has to be there, the full understanding needs to be there, or you're never gonna make progress. Like yeah. you kind of have to go a hundred percent with this mindset. Right. You like, can't. We don't go... want you to have to be the person to be like, okay, that seems like a good um tip, or I like what she's saying. Okay, but now I have to literally tell my brain to take out this part of what she's mm-hmm. saying, but I'm still gonna follow her. So mm-hmm. it's like we don't want you to have to do that part of the job we want to filter out all the people who say amazing things great experts great influencers and put them all in one place so when you show up to this undiet online that we have you know there's no like okay where am i where's the nuance right i'll listen to Mm -hmm. a little bit and i'm still going to see some scrolling things that are a bit diety probably promote a little weight loss but you know in general it's pretty good it's like 100 percent Mm-hmm. undiet you don't have to worry about filtering or thinking hmm is that is that is that something that's like diety or not it's like yeah. we just have this one place for you to show up and you're safe yeah exactly and there's there's lessons there's workbooks there's meditations there's exercise videos all aligned with intuitive eating and non-diet work so we're so excited um as we move forward to launch that um, so keep your eyes open in December. We'll be sharing more details about it and how you can join. Um, our launch date is pretty much set. I mean, never say never. We but won't say the date date, but it's in January. Yeah. yeah. Mid-January, <laughs> we're going to be launching. Um, the, the first day is going to be a bit of a hoopla and a bit of a party. We're so excited. We'll be giving out some awesome sweatshirts and journals, some really cool stuff to who to our first 100 members who join on launch day. So we cannot wait for that. Um, again, we're going to send out lots of info, lots of details in the coming six weeks or so. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, and we can't wait to kind of dive into that world in an amazing community with you where it's safe and free from diet culture because, totally. you know, we all need that space where we can come, learn from amazing people, connect with other people doing this work and know that we're safe from the rest of the freaking world. <laughs> yeah. And for the time being, before this Undiet Online opens, we also are still doing private coaching. So if you're looking for that you can apply and we'll reach back out to you we'll put the link in our show notes perfect so thank you so much explore today get a bit creative of hmm, how does wellness without the obsession look for me 
How can I creatively implement it so that it's completely free from diet culture, but it serves me and my body so I can feel good? That's right. All right. Bye. Music for How to Love Your Body is by Grace Harabi. You can find her at kasadiband.com. If you like the How to Love Your Body podcast, please rate and review it. It really helps a lot and gets the undiet message out to more people. Thanks. Bye.